Howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind with your host, John Spencer. Grab a mug of your favorite brew and join me and my sister, Carla, and then get ready to brew your brain, sharpen your wit, and enrich your faith. We'll give you the rundown on today's date, share some interesting historical facts, and then toss out a few random musings just to get your brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder on your walk with Jesus. So let's get this show on the road. Good morning, Carla. It's Thursday. Good morning, John. Good morning, David Grind. Yes, go. good morning, everybody. Have my San Antonio blend ready to start this day. Yes. It's February 15th, and on this date in 1898, an explosion sank the battleship USS Maine in Cuba's Havana Harbor, killing 260 of the 400 crew members aboard, and it kicked off the Spanish-American War. Oh, my goodness. Tragically, on this date in 1961, the entire 18-member U.S. figure skating team was killed in a plane crash in Berg-Kaufenhaut, Belgium. The team was on their way to the 1961 World Figure Skating Championship in Prague, Czechoslovakia. How sad. I know. That's one of those things I go, man, never even knew that happened. Of course, that was before both of our times. Right. And this serial... Ew, right. Yeah. This date in 2001, the first draft of the complete human genome was published in Nature. I know, 2001. That seems pretty recent. Human genome. It is pretty recent. It took us a while to get there. In 2003, on this date, there was an estimated between 18 million to 30 million people in 600 cities worldwide to protest the Iraq war. And it was the largest protest in the history of the world. Oh my goodness. We were in Vienna at the time. Yeah, even Austria had huge, huge kind kind of protest. Yeah, it's a big Whoa. deal. I know. And on this date in 2005, YouTube was activated online. Oh my gosh. It's hard to think that it's there's been a time there. without it. Yeah, 2005. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What were we doing without YouTube? Uh, man, I don't know because I rely on it for all kinds home of repairs. Home home and yeah. How do you do this? Well, there's somebody that's filmed it. Yeah. Oh gosh. In 2013, on this date, a meteor exploded in the sky over Russia's Ural Mountains near Chelyabinsk, and it shattered glass. It set off car alarms. All that kind of stuff. I remember that. I remember that. But unrelated, but coinciding on that same date, asteroid DA-14 came within 18,000 miles of Earth, and it was a huge asteroid. Hmm. Don't remember that. Well, no, because we had the one that exploded. We just didn't (laughs) know that one. Because in space terms, 18,000 miles, pretty close. Pretty close, right. Yeah. And February 15th is Annoy Squidward Day. (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> poor squidward <gasps> it's i want butterscotch day oh okay it's national gumdrop day it's national hippo okay. day and it's singles an odd- awareness huh this is an odd day yeah and it's singles awareness day okay that's not odd no that's not odd part of me thinks well i can see why it's not the 14th but i can see why it's really adjacent to it right <laughs> And if things didn't go good on Valentine's Day, there could this be people who celebrated both of those. <laughs> right. They're not <laughs> <laughs> one one could just follow the <laughs> other one, depending on, you know, 
how things went. <laughs> and now it's time on the day of the ground to sharpen your wit. A group of leopards is called a leap. A leap of leopards? Okay. <laughs> I you, like it. You, yeah, you would think in the Star Wars universe that the Death Star, of all things, would have had even basic level IT security. But no, any droid, just looking like a garbage can, can plug into it and access everything on their network. Oh, how crazy is that? Have you ever noticed Star Wars? There's, there's no passwords ever. Mm. It's crazy. I think behind every successful student, there are deactivated social media accounts. Don't you know? Oh my gosh. Or at least a little bit of self-control. <gasps> yes. A lack, a lack of screen time. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Charles Old Hoss Radborn was a baseball pitcher and a Hall of Famer. And he is the first person that we know of to be captured on camera giving the middle finger. <gasps> on an opening day 1886 team photo of the Boston Bean Eaters. <laughs> oh my gosh. His mother was so embarrassed for him. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So obviously he pitched well enough to be a Hall of Fame thing, but what what are we talking about? None of that. Mm -hmm. We're just nope. talking about the fact that you got on camera shooting the bird. Cool. One Tara Kelvin. Yes. You know. Is yeah. the melting temperature of a proton. Okay. I knew it was going to be. Protons, protons, protons melt have... at one terakelvin. Okay. And yes, that is that is a one followed by 12 zeros. So yeah, 12 lot. So uh, don't accidentally ever set your oven to <laughs> one terakelvin. Yeah. There are, Carla, no recorded deaths of persons being 118, 120, or 120 years old. 118, 120, 121. We have no record of anybody dying at those ages. However, there are 23 people who have died at 115, seven at 116, three at 117, one at 119, and one at 122. That's a very strange, strange statistic. So, okay. I have to think about some conclusions to draw from all of that. Well, it just means that you got to be a little like this could be the end with your 117. But once you pass it, man, you can breathe easy at least for yeah. another year statistically, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, my. We are all a c conglomeration of 11 different elements. Right. More like the which, minutes. yeah. And and part of the miracle of being is that we still spend 99.99% of our time reading stuff like this online. <laughs> Accelerating at 1G towards the center of the earth. You got to admit, that sounds a lot more interesting than laying on the couch and doing nothing. Right. But next time you're laying on the couch doing nothing, you could say, I'm accelerating at 1G towards the center of the earth. 1G. There you go. There you go. I like it. And now it's that time on the daily grind to enrich your faith. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Jesus invites us to come to him, find rest, and to learn from him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The message says it like this. Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, 
and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Man, I really like that. So today, let's look at just a few practical applications from this passage. First, come to Jesus. I mean, it just means we need to approach Jesus with an open heart and surrender to him. We have to make a conscious effort to seek him daily. And we do that through prayer, worship, studying his word. It's how we cultivate a personal relationship with him, allowing him to lead and guide our lives. I know that's not earth shattering. Well, you know what? It is because it is just that simple. And second, we find rest in him. It means we need to acknowledge that real rest, true rest can only be found in Jesus. Again, we need to surrender our burdens, our concerns, our anxieties to him, knowing that he cares for us. And when we're in those situations where we're wondering where was God when whatever happened, the answer is always going to be right there. And we need to learn how to take intentional breaks from the busyness of life and to spend conscious, focused, intentional time in his presence, allowing him, when we do so, to refresh and rejuvenate our our very souls. Third, watch and learn. It means we need to observe how Jesus lived his life while he was on earth. We need to explore the gospels to understand his character, his teaching, and his actions. And as we learn from him, we need to strive to then align our attitudes and our behaviors and choices with his examples. We need to seek to imitate his love, his compassion, his humility, his selflessness, in our relationships with others. Fourth, embrace the rhythms of grace. I mean, this means we need to recognize that living in harmony with God's grace involves embracing his unforced rhythms. So rather than striving, relying solely on our own effort, we need to learn to trust in his leading and his timing. We need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit's work in our lives and allow him to shape and transform us into the image of Christ. And that's hard to do in our culture because it doesn't have any natural rhythm. It's not like back in the day where there was this agrarian type culture. Everything for us from groceries to gas to the internet is just 24-7. And fifth, surrender those heavy burdens. I mean, it means that we need to understand that Jesus does not burden us with heavy or ill-fitting expectations or religious rituals. Instead, he offers freedom from legalism and performance-based religion. And we need to surrender any of our legalistic tendencies or self-imposed expectations to him and allow his grace to bring freedom and joy to our lives. And sixth, we need to keep company with Jesus. I mean, this means we need to foster that deep and abiding relationship with him. We need to spend time intentionally seeking his presence, listening to his voice, engaging in communion with him. We need to surround ourselves with fellow believers who share our commitment to follow Jesus, seeking support, encouragement, and accountability as we walk with him. And I think as we apply these just kind of practical insights to our lives, we need to remember that it is not about striving for perfection. It's not about earning God's love. It's not about, as younger me did it, approaching all this as though my job is to make a mad God happy. Rather, it's about being on a journey with him and allowing his grace to transform us and experiencing the freedom and lightness that comes from a life lived in his presence. So these are just a starting point. 
And it's important to just continually seek God's wisdom through prayer and the study of Scripture. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct us as we seek to live in the unforced rhythms of grace that Jesus offers. Now, for Lent this year, I'm not sure how this is going to work, but I'm going to try to give up hurriedness, or as Dallas Willard challenged, to ruthlessly eliminate hurry from my life. Now, I've talked about eliminating hurry in episode 64 of The Daily Grind, if you want to go back and check that out. But in this Lenten season, I want to slow down and focus on what really matters. I want to be in, fully in moments with Jesus and other people. So I hope that you will join me in this challenge and see what God will do in your life as you come to him, find rest, and learn from him. Thank you for listening. As always, I am just humbled that you've chosen to spend some time with me here on The Daily Grind. If you like what we're doing, please take a minute and rate the podcast. Uh, If you've got time, review it. It really helps people find it. Reach out to me again if you've got questions, feedback, input, whatever it might be. My email address for the podcast is in the show notes. Just go forward today in grace and peace and look for God's unforced rhythms of grace.